Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Got it. You got it. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to the Comedians Playing Fancy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. John, big question. Mm-hmm. How are you? How are you? Oh, don't say it like that. How's little Johnny? I'm very hot. I'm in my car. I mean, this is basically a showbiz podcast, isn't it? So I can let the listener into a little secret that I'm on set at the moment. Um, filming Meet the Richardson Series 5. Wow, um, so I've snuck out. MTRS5 for UK TV, uh, TX sometime 2024. Um, I've snuck away while, while everybody's having lunch. But there's a very interesting thing happening where I live, where the council, the bloody council, the council aren't cutting the verges, you know, by the roads um, for the bees. Yes, the wilding. There's a movement. To, yeah, wilding, of course. But there's become a movement where a certain kind of man, always a man of a certain age, they come out and they very defiantly mow the maybe four, four metres of strip in front of their house, you know, a little bit betwixt the pavement and the road. I, I know. So at I know. some point, we might hear the sound of, let's be honest, a septuagenarian gentleman angrily strimming his patch of land to prove to the council that he cares more about Britain in bloom than he does about these bloody bees. Here, here, here. You, you yeah, know you're one John? of them lot, are you? No, no, I kind of agree with both sides. I agree that we should wild our country and, uh, you know, with no bees, there's no life, let's be honest, so that is important. But also However, I understand... Why a man who's worked all his life in the north of England <laughs> wants a bit of order, and he's sick of change, and he's having these political decisions imposed on him without consultation, and he may have an allergy to bees. He may suffer from anaphylaxis. No one's allergic to bees. They get stung by them and die, you fool. Read the news, watch the news, listen to it, take it in. Ah, watching the news, I don't see a lot about people dying of bee stings. Exactly, because Big B is keeping it quiet. You're in the pocket of Big B. <laughs> I see a lot in the news about Prosecco and whether you can get it on draft. I don't think we've ever had a... Have we ever spoken about something that's gone so... struck so deep with the listener? But this is the thing. I don't this think is what, so. Mate, this is why... This is why... I'm not saying we're geniuses. But what I am saying is, I think we, you know, when they talk about things like Rupert Murdoch and they say just got a, a, a really keen instinct for what these readers want. I think yes. that's with this. I think we just, we just know our listeners so well. 
and by extension the country, by extension the world. I think I think we're just plugged in to human beings in a way that very few other podcasts are. Do you think it's possibly that we've misjudged the um the misjudged the room really in terms of FPL chat and that actually when we stray off topic into boots, which let's be honest is what Bryn really wants. Of course we've all got an FPL team when it's fun to mock your brother when he doesn't have a good week. But when you touch the thorny issue of Britons and their right to get absolutely shit faced, that's when you get the emails. That's when the emails come in. And let's just start on FPL, John, because um once again No, leave... no F, no F. F the F and F the PL. So I F off leave. with the F and F off with the PL. Nobody cares, mate. People have seen that football's broken. Everybody knows. They can see the league and they say, hang on, this isn't fair. The the good teams are at the bottom, and I'm talking about FPL and just PL. Hmm. They look at the league and they say, this is upside down. This is topsy-turvy. How could a system reward financial outlay negativity, unpleasantness, despotic regimes and not reward good people trying to trying to do their best for the planet. You say that. Is Elland Road being wilded pre-match? It or, will or, be uh, after this season. I imagine they'll be they're more useful for the f***ing bees with it than the players, let's be honest. I say um, wild the whole thing. Bulldoze the whole f- thing and let the squirrels and the bees have at it we could oh, win that like... we could be top of the b league i wouldn't i wouldn't bank on it at the moment pal but uh, no uh, that's uh, true uh, on fpl i lead you 53 points to 44 and um i'm 2012 oh, i mean incredible crushing lead but let's just talk about uh, we do need to talk about the fact john and uh, arguably ungracious of you not to have congratulated me on well yeah let's 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 do that let's because it's been a big week league. Well done. I am pleased for you. I am very pleased for you. Um, I mean, we enjoyed our first season. Uh, I don't know if you remember, we finished ninth in our first season. So Mm. you've some way to go to eclipse what Leeds achieved. Um, You've basically got two years to stay up. Um, But I'm very pleased that... I'm disappointed that we're not going to get to play each other next season. Um, But uh, talk to me about, did you watch the Arsenal game? Because, of course, you... You also handed the league to Manchester City. You, I mean, a huge evening for Nottingham Forest. Yes, it, I couldn't go. I was um, broadcasting two to five, uh, absolute radio, and um, legged it home. Uh, watched a little bit of uh, on my phone, and then I kind of thought we were going to win. I, I could, you could feel it. Yeah, you? I thought you were going to win. Arsenal on the, they're basically on the tilt, aren't they? Arsenal. And the atmosphere at the city ground, even better than those games we've talked about, even better than Southampton and Brighton. So would you advise listeners re-watch that for those who haven't seen it? Is it a trilogy? Do you you need to go back and see the Brighton game to fully understand the narrative of what happened in the Arsenal game? It was just... Oh, I felt emotional watching it, and I felt felt very jealous and bitter that I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Well, you can be there next season when you play Arsenal, because it will happen. It will indeed. But I meant for that moment, you know, and you could tell yes. that, that was a moment and it was a moment for Steve Cooper and it was a moment of vindication of so many things. Um, but you want to be there at those big moments for your club, don't you? So I, I did feel... Well, next bit... year you could be, you've kept your manager. You know, that mm. has t- now turned out to be a fully vindicated move. Steve, mm. no one knows better than Steve Cooper what he needs for next season. And, mm. and I, I mean, I've said this to a lot of people this year. The, the most disappointing thing as a Leeds fan is this is a dog shit league to have dropped out of. This is the worst <laughs> Premier League season I can remember for 
the quality. And look at Aston Villa. Behold the parable of the Villa. Mm. They were shit. They got a manager who's half decent, and now they're in Europe. That is insane. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. And it's happened because, if you're very honest, the teams that have done well, your Fulham's, your Brentford's, that's just consistency. That's keeping your manager, keeping a style of play. So when you go out on the pitch, everyone knows what they're doing. Whether you're the best at it or not, there's eight teams this year who are dog shit. And you're one of them. We're worse. There are three teams that are going down. But I would say next year, Forrest keep Cooper, work out what they're doing. You could be a Brighton. You could be a Brentford. You could be a Fulham. Because the gap is very thin between the the sort of, I'd say, 17th to 8th is all about consistency of style of play and knowing who's going to be where and trusting each other and being vaguely competent in defence. Yeah, I know, but it, and I totally agree, John. I completely agree. And and this was a survivable season for bad teams, um, and um, you know, keeping managers works. Now, John, Leeds could still stay up. No, I can't have this. And I felt for you. I was a bit snappy with you on the test because what I'm sick of, and I've had a lot of these people who are just being nice, saying you can still do it, and it's got to the point now. It's pissing me off. I know. I really don't like it because it's people who haven't watched Leeds all season who don't know quite how... I mean, we are fucking terrible. We're awful. We're fighting for our lives and we named a right-back and a left-back as our centre-halves. I mean, we deserve to get relegated and it's got to the point now where most Leeds fans now... I won't say they want it to happen, that's insanity. But they've accepted it. And the only way we come back stronger is now by getting relegated and doing the hard work of no. weaning out the players who aren't capable, getting rid of our owner and starting again. And I understand mathematically, of course, it could happen. But as a fan, it's gone on fucking months. If you're a Leeds fan, you've known for months that we are dog shit. And there's the hardcore of get behind the lads and all that. I understand that. But I've watched us for two seasons now be crap. This has been coming, and the idea that with one week to go, it was, oh, don't worry, you'll be all right. I'm fucking done with it. I wish it was over now. If you could shake me on now and it's just finished, I would absolutely love that. It's been torture. So, in order to survive, you need to win. You need to win at home to Spurs. Now, that is doable. You Mm -hmm. also effectively need Everton to lose to Bournemouth and Leicester to lose to West Ham. Both those things could happen. But they won't. Won't beat Spurs, and I, you know, good good friends of mine, producer Danny, Spurs fans think they're in meltdown. You've no idea what meltdown looks like. I mean, meltdown in eighth, and I'm not saying Spurs haven't been shit this season. By Spurs' standards, they've been awful. We're awful by the standards of the Vauxhall Conference. I mean, you come into a different level of shit. You will end your season on a high. Kane will get a hat trick in his final game. Um, they'll bring Larice on even though he's on crutches for the last minute and he'll save a penalty. You couldn't get a better situation to rebuild for your summer. So they'll name their new manager. He'll be there at the pitch. He'll get welcomed on. Leeds fans will be gone by then. The, the end of season parade will just be Spurs saluting their own fans. I predict now that come 10 minutes after kickoff, the Leeds fans have thrown everything they own at the at the pitch and there's just a parade of naked Leeds fans walking back into the centre of town and Spurs fans dancing around on the pitch, celebrating them, you know, ending the season with a 5-0 away victory. Excuse me. 
Have you had some fizzy drinks? I have had a fizzy drink. That what was a had? fizzy burp. I think you've had... That was a fizzy burp. I don't think it's a sugary one, am I right? Would I be right in saying it was a diet? Yeah, or I never take... Why would you now, now that the sugar-free equivalents exist and are as good, why would you take that hit of sugar? So I'm saying Pepsi Max or Coke Zero, and I believe you prefer the sweetness of Pepsi Max. I'm saying Pepsi Max. Well, if I were at home... I would be drinking Pepsi Max. It's what's in my own fridge. But as I revealed to you, I'm on location. So you've got to say, what would a crew buy in that would please the most people? And the bog standard Diet is Coke. Diet Coke. Mother's, it's a Diet Coke. It's, it just doesn't taste good as Coke Zero. And that in turn doesn't taste as good as Pepsi Max. We need to stop buying yeah. Diet Coke, people. Well, do you know what they've had on set that I've been devouring this week? Um, sugar-free Apple Tango. You're Didn't know kidding it me. You're kidding Absolutely me. Absolutely loving it. I must have, I've had one every day with my lunch. Have a look. Sugar Delicious. Wait, let me just tap it into the system. See tap what... it into the system. I think it's Tango. It might be Fanta. I think it's Tango. Sugar-free apple Tango. Yeah, we get a six-pack of it from Tesco. Let's just have a look. 13 Is he adding it to the shop? Um, Is he adding it to the shop? I'm not going to add it to oh, the shop. Oh, why not? Because I think it's 13 calories. And, and why have 13 when you could have... Zero with Coke Zero. Now, though, is it? A bag of crisps is a ton. I know, but it's still, you know, I'll have more than one, is the point. I'll have probably four. So then I'll 60 cals. Fair dues. Whether you're making a delicious family meal or a post workout snack, choose the farm fresh taste of Eggland's best eggs. Only Eggland's best hens are fed their proprietary all vegetarian feed. That's what makes their eggs more nutritious. With 10 times more vitamin E, 25% less saturated fat, and 6 times more vitamin D compared to ordinary eggs. Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com to learn more. Awaken your senses with a curiously refreshing Hendrix Cucumber Lemonade. Curious how? Cue the aroma. Marvelous. Cue the taste. Magnificent. Cue the cucumber. That's the refreshing secret. Hendrix is uncommonly crafted with cucumbers, roses, artistry, and imagination. Other gins are ordinary, but Hendrix is refreshingly curious. Discover Hendrix Gin cocktail recipes at HendrixGin.com. Please drink the unusual responsibly. Hendrix Gin, 44% alcohol by volume. Bottled and imported by William Grant Sons, New York, New York. Copyright 2024. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Now what did I make you add to the shop last week? The char-grilled steak strips, the squeaky bean. Talk to me. Um, they've not arrived. Let me just get back up Squeaky Bean, because I do want to try them. <laughs> what do you want to get back up Squeaky Bean, mate? Tell you your wife first. I'm um, mildly hungover today, so I feel slightly oh, off the place. Yes, Celebrated it was the... Uh, forest's uh, survival? Well, I wish it was. No, I watched the Forest game with a zero Peroni. 
Um, oh, God, pathetic, yeah. Well, it was the opening night of Spitting Image, the musical last night in London's glittering West End, and I had a couple of Budvars, and then I went I've to meet a friend. I had an official invite to the press night of Spitting Image. Oh, that's a mistake. I, I told them to take you off. Few... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, of course you did. You're going to come? If I'm free, I will be there, old friend. Will you be there? Filth. Just say yes. Of course I will be. I wrote the damn thing. I'm in the damn thing. <laughs> Playwright Matt Ford. Old Oscar Wilde boy. Oscar Wilde. Now, um, where was I? Yes, so, uh, by the way, I went to a friend, a friend of mine. It was their birthday, right? So I said, look, I, I'm in the West End. If we get Happy out of Happy birthday, the George Galloway, if you're listening. <laughs> Thank you. Do let me tell you, the comedians playing fantasy Premier League podcast is a lick spittle. Uh, uh, what the f was that then? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Tony Blair. Um, so anyway, met my mate for his birthday. I thought it was his sixtieth. It was his seventieth, and, and I couldn't oh, get my wow. head around it. I was like, "What?" I was like, "You can't be. You just can't be." And, and I didn't want to be rude. I was like, what? I thought it was your 60th. I don't get it. Well, you're complimentary anyway. I mean, you're already, I mean, of all the friends I've ever had, you are the most naturally complimentary to the point where sometimes it's it's weird how much you talk about how good other people's skin is, how nice their hair's looking, how much you admire their jacket. You're a very, you're a giving friend. I can yeah. only imagine last night you'd have been unbearable finding out that you'd put a decade on someone. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe you're older than... Well, in fact, I've taken a decade off. I thought it was 16. Well, that's exactly. You're, you're, you're basically saying you're 10 years fitter than you, than you yeah, are. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Um, but we were drinking old fashions. And oh, I got yeah. it. And I had to be somewhere at 9 o'clock this morning. And you know when... In the toilet puking? I've not been sick. I've not been sick. And I put that down to a banana. Anyway, <laughs> I am... Um, I, 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 man. So, you know when you're like, your breath is... I've got to go to Banbury in a bit, by the way. Breaking news. I've got, get, I've got an Edinburgh preview tonight. I've got no material. Oh. Oh. I'm just, my plan was, you know what I'm going to do? I thought Thursday, lovely day. I'll um, I'll go through basically um, all the material that I've written this year and I'll just, it'll be a lovely afternoon and in the sun I can just do that. And of course that has gone, mm. that plan has just gone. That is just not the plan. Yeah. It was the plan. It's Fatigue. not anymore. I can't deliver that. I'm now just on the city having Alka-Seltzer's paracetamol. I'm watching daytime telly, by the way, which on the whole is terrible. Yeah, yeah, until the quizzes start. Wow. Don't shit. But what I do like is I'm like more four. If they just do like a run of come dine with me, like that's fine. Or four in a bed, they're good. No, I can't stand four in a bed. It's too tense. Yeah, I like it. It's just mean because it's not honest. Nobody's ever honest. Nobody ever says, we've had a lovely time. And do you know what? 38 quid. I don't mind that there was a pube on the bed. It's only did actually have an incident with one of the taps. Wasn't quite. I think it was at 68 degrees. And, of course, hot water's supposed to be 70. Oh, I can't stand these pricks. I know what you mean, but I, I do enjoy watching that. Um, can we get this out in time to rescue the audience of Banbury? I mean, we're recording at lunchtime. Could Producer Danny, can we get this out maybe four or five o'clock as an urgent release so that anyone going to that gig can save themselves from what is sure to be? By by your own admission, a, a terrible evening. Do you know what? I, do you know what? There's part of me that thinks when I'm in these situations, the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll dig a dig an Edinburgh shot out of your ass. Oh, dig an Edinburgh shot out my ass. 
Hello at cpfpl.com. Were you at Fordy's gig in Banbury? Did he generate an hour of off-the-cuff satirical humour that surely will bag him the Edinburgh Comedy Award he deserves? Or was it the ramblings of a hungover lunatic? Hello at cpfpl.com. How sweaty was I? Hello at cpfpl.com. And you have been emailing us in your thousands about Prosecco. (laughs) Now, Tracy from Twickenham. Oh, my God. She could be at Banbury. It's not a million miles. No. She's turning to you. I don't think anywhere on Earth is a million miles from anywhere else on Earth. It's a really good point. And I welcome the correction. Thank you. She says, as a drinker of Prosecco for many years, I have never seen it on draft in the UK. However, I must say, and she even says this, are you ready for this? Tracy, we're ready. We are ready for this. Uh, 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 uh. The only place. I have ever seen Prosecco on draft is, in fact, Venice. Wallop! Oh, my God. Take that tour guide from the past. Ah. Yeah. You got to fly back out there and show her this email? I, I might just forward it on. She said, the only place I've ever seen Prosecco on draft is, in fact, Venice in so many chiquetti places. We've even partaken of Prosecco on draft at 9 a.m. on previous trips. I'm not sure what that Italian lady was on about. Maybe, as John said, she just did not like you. Um, thank fact. you. Wow. Um, Richard Newey said the same. I mean, he says, I've been to Venice many, many times and many bars in the back streets dispense Prosecco on draft. The sparkling Venetian reds kick the shit out of any Chianti Classico. Yeah, sparkling red is... Um, once you're expecting the sparkle, you can sort of enjoy it. But if you're not expecting the sparkle, it's a real shock. Mm, Emily, I've seen Prosecco on draft at a pub in Dingwall, home to Ross County. They also have cocktails on draft. When we went in, Aberdeen had been playing Ross County the night before, and the fans had cleaned them out of some of the draft cocktails, and also the loo paper in the ladies' loo. Must have been a good night. Whoa. Porn star martinis on draft and then a big sloppy poop. Oh, doesn't dear, sound dear, dear. like a good night, does it? Um, well, the, the the toilet roll could have been used for wee. Uh, you're not getting through that much, though. Yeah? That's just a dab. Yeah, I guess. Um, it, 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 it's the fact that it's in the ladies' to- toilets rather than the gen- like in the gents. You're like, well, there's just never toilet roll in there anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you, I just would, I just don't go to the toilet in. A British pub, if I can avoid it. Yeah, but what if you have it's to? It's awful though. If you have to, you just you you you. you if you, do you know what I go as far as if I do go into a toilet and there is toilet paper, I'm probably part of the problem because you know what I do. I uh, squirrel some away into my back pocket so that if I need a toilet later in a pub where there there isn't the opportunity to get a toilet roll, I've got some with me. I'm probably part of the problem. What is your pub toilet? Um, let's say you've got to use it and you've got to yeah. you've got to do it for number two. Um, yeah, I imagine you wipe the seat. Do you hover? Do you have what? What is your grand strategy? If there's enough toilet paper to wipe the seat, obviously you want to give it a wipe. The Dreamland is that they've got that little spray that the antibacterial spray on the wall that you, yeah, you clean the toilet yeah. seat with. Let's say yeah, it's not that sort of place. That's not happening. Otherwise, give give the seat a good wipe. I'm not really a hoverer. I just you've got to accept it's just not possible. I don't have the quad strength. Maybe in my teens, I could have hovered. Nowadays, I'll probably hover for a minute and then collapse down onto the toilet. You're better off just accepting that you're going to sit on it in the first place um, and then do what needs doing. There's not a lot to say after that, is there? No, but you're, you're, you're a meticulous pedant. And yeah. I just wondered if you had a, 
tip for people? Do you carry wet wipes? No, no. Yeah. You've just got to, it's a lesser of two evils. And nothing's good happening in there, but the only thing guaranteed to be worse than that is soiling yourself in the street or the pub. So, you know, just got to take it out. I, I did uh, on my OCD documentary back in 2010, maybe a long time ago, probably after that. Um, part of the therapy was that I was made to wipe my hands on the toilet seat yeah. and then wipe it all over my jacket and Ooh. then go a, f- a full hour without washing my hands. Um, and I've got to say, it's extreme therapy, but it worked. Really? You know? Yeah, it was fine. You know, it was fine. You're more likely to get ill talking to someone at the bar than you are really off the toilet. It's disgusting because nobody <laughs> likes poo and wee. We like to talk about it. Of course we do. Full body shiver thinking about other people's poo and wee. John, I don't know if you've seen the weather, but uh, there's a storm brewing. Okay, John Ketley. That is not the sort of storm I meant. Hobbicle Storm is the first ever kegged and canned ale from Timothy Taylor's, and it's sweeping across the UK, and it's going down a storm with drinkers, including me. John, I mean, I'm a big fan of Timothy Taylor's, as you know. Big fan of Landlord, big fan of Bolt Maker. This is out of this world. I think this might be the tastiest thing they've ever made. Really? My God, I've always just been get me a pint of bitter kind of guy. But I'm definitely now more open to the more citrus end of the market. And this is a 4% triple hopped pale ale. And it's got that lovely mandariny mango passion fruit. Summer's afternoon, sun on your face, hopical storm. Oh, lovely. But um, is it vegan? Yes, it is. It has been signed off by your pals and mine at the Vegan Society. It is completely vegan. What more do you want from a beer? Oh, from a beer, nothing. But I'd like well, Leeds to stay up. Can Timothy Taylor saw that? We can ask them. But for now, let's just be satisfied with the amazing beers they make. Timothy Taylor's is an independent family-owned brewery based at the Knoll Spring in Keithley. Have I said that correctly? Keithley, yeah. Aye, Keithley. They have over 160 years of brewing experience and are renowned for the quality of their cask-conditioned ale. And most famously, as we talked about, the amazing landlord. And our CPFPL listeners... See, this is the thing. You get to taste the storm for yourselves. You get 10% off Hopical Storm cans by visiting timothytaylorshop.co.uk and using the code FPL10. That's timothytaylorshop.co.uk and use the code FPL10. What a world to live in. My favourite booze-related text this week, because, of course, there were two... uh booze bombshells last week Jaeger bombshells if you will um, Prosecco on draft and of course I revealed that I'd been drinking gin and coke and I got one tweet that just said everybody drinks gin and coke that was it no more no less just one tweet everybody drinks gin and coke <laughs> I don't think that's true but it was so dismissive that I apologise for ever thinking that I'd done something unique or noteworthy but I, I I thought about this, John. I think gin and coke does sound horrid. I'm sorry. I, I don't think it sounds good. I don't think you're going to convince people. I think that person was just winding you up. I wouldn't opt for it, but mm. if you've got gin and you've got coke and they both need using up, it's better than neat gin or not drinking. It's a good point. Obviously, the other things people are getting in touch about is we're rebranding the show. Get in touch. Hello at cpfpl.com. Um, what should we change it to? Now, my idea... It's just, uh-huh. we basically, um, as it's two blokes chatting as we would in the pub, we call it Down the Dog. And we're, we're you know, the, the podcast effectively becomes an extension of the dog and bastard. And yeah. 
you know, that, yeah. that would allow us themes that, you know, we could have one for the road, which is like our final chat segment. And then, you know, when we do get together, probably in a pub anyway. It's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've set the bar, haven't you? Literally at the bar, but you've set the bar for the listener saying, can you come up with a better thing than that? Exactly. Darren. Um, lots of people, by the way, saying um, keep CPFPL as it's catchy, but call it comedians not playing FPL. Not bad. Uh, Darren. It's not as catchy as DTD, is it? If we do go down the dock. Is CPFPL oh, as good as oh, DTD? DTD's great. And also it sounds like it might be an explosive or a yeah. package company. It, it sits in that kind of realm. Could deliver explosives. Darren says. <clears throat> Dynamite oh, to door. Lovely. Banter Classico. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think were we better known, we could get away with that. It's a sort of Stuart Lee putting bad reviews on his poster. You've got to be really comfortable with yourself to yeah. get away with calling your podcast Banter Classico. But it made me laugh. I love it. Uh, comedians playing fantasy championship with a little F- off. emoji. Ooh. Sod off. Sod off. Um, and his final pitch, chat shit, get gout. <laughs> oh, they're good. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily have an expletive in the title, but I like chat shit. Get out. It was good, isn't it? That's um, very good. God, there's a few here. Uh, Sam says, Sam Williams says, CCASOF, comedians chatting absolute shit, occasionally football. Yeah, nice. Oh, he works in TV development. Sam, let's talk. Um, <laughs> uh, oh. Oh, that's good. Um, this is from a person called Carl. Do you know any Carls? Uh, well, I know the comedian Carl Donnelly. Do you know what? I told him that one year he should call his Edinburgh show Carl Donnelly, and he never yeah. did. Well, he's vegan, isn't he? Oh, God. I'm re- oh, what a fool. Yeah. It's like Carl. me saying you should call yours like Matt Ford tells jokes. Get. He could He could, He could. could call it Carl Don't Eat Meat. Anyway, this Carl says, um, uh, as you're still going to have a fan league, and presumably talk about football, I call, I recommend comedians do FA. As in nothing. Yeah. Um, Doesn't like it. Sars, Carl. No chat shit, get out, is it? Tom says, um, <laughs> for the shit eating fans, so <laughs> this keeps CPFPL collecting people's fecal picnic lists. <laughs> oh, he's it's... done a load of CPFPLs. Okay. Choosing pie fillings past loved ones. Pie filling fans of dead relatives. Yeah. Uh, Cooper's Premier Football playing legends. Sorry, John oh. Leach will probably be relegated by now. Yeah, I accept um, that, Tom. Oh, here we go. Comedy podcast on family pints life. Oh, I, I tell you what, if we do decide to keep the uh, FPL, the CPFPL, then that's good. Getting to, um, as you know, we're on borrowed time, you and I. Yeah. Not only because we have other commitments, but also uh, one day AI will do all jobs. Mm. Simon's gone straight to the source. He said, I asked ChatGPT to suggest new names for the podcast. Here they are. Great. John and Matt's comedy kickoff. Mm. Um, Ford and Richardson's banter bonanza. Laughing with John Richardson and Matt Ford. Lovely. The comic combo, John and Matt Unleashed. Unleashed. The Jovial Jokers, John and Matt's podcast. Banterfield, a comedy journey with John Richardson and Matt Ford. Ford and Richardson's soccer laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> soccer laughs. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah, but I like it 
in a bad way. I'm oh, laughing right. well, at AI. Um, I'm laughing in AI's yeah, yeah. face. It's a sigh of relief, isn't it? It's actually, we, we've got a little bit longer before AI comes for us. Um, so I like chat shit get gout and I like the CPFPL thing. And I also like down the dog. So keep them coming in. Hello at CPFPL.com. That's all we've got time for this episode. We'll join you next week when I climb down and apologize for all my negativity when Leeds beat Spurs 6 0 and survive on the last day of the season, or we go down as is inevitable. Um, but do keep in touch and we will offer a prize of some relevant sort for anyone who does come up with a good name for our new podcast next season. And you can pitch that name at hello at cpfpl.com. Um, also tweet us at comediansfpl and just look, get in touch. Let's keep the chat going. Let's take this offline. Let's let's have a bilat and um, yeah, let's just do a team working, move that forward and leave a five-star written review. Bye. Bye.